Hello team, Sherjan here. Another fun episode of My Personal Mentor. We are going through a beautiful week. The weather's turning out to be nice. Sun's coming up. Market turned out to be doing well, a couple of days ago at least. So slowly we're improving. Uh, but I hope everybody's keeping it safe, keeping six feet away from everybody else and improving their situation. So today we're talking about networking during a pandemic. And yeah, this is one of those rare topics. Hopefully I never have to do it again. But some of you, you know, are facing some tough times in your career or are worried about, you know, your internship or, you know, upcoming uh, job opportunities. So I just wanted to kind of talk about a few points that can help you during this pandemic and how you can reach out to people during a pandemic. So networking during a pandemic or when everybody's locked down is one of the hardest things ever. But actually, I think it is a perfect opportunity to prepare, like I've said before, but also prepare and tactically figure out how you can actually network and reach out to the people that can help you ultimately achieve that job. Now, the important thing is, you know, during a situation like we are facing right now, people aren't really hiring. Most companies that I know have frozen hiring and are actually in, you know, moving on into a stage where they're actually going to be laying off people. Now, even before we get to that point, most people, their first priority is their health, their family's health, and their employee's health. So nobody's thinking about hiring and working or revenue generation or any of that stuff. Primary focus is health and the safety of people. And then the second phase is if, let's just say, they do get over that phase, which is not done yet, they're going to be focused on their current employees, how to make sure they have a soft landing ground. And then from then on, uh, how to kind of, you know, safely, securely get through the season, get through the economic downturn, and then maybe start hiring. So the first advice I'll give you guys, if you guys are looking to improve or looking to, uh, you know, get an edge in terms of hiring or your own hiring situation, the first thing I'd say is just wait. This is not the time to network. This is not a good time. Nobody has any opportunities that they're hiring for mostly right now. now yeah, there are some companies like, for example, Amazon's hiring a bunch of uh, workers and like Instacart is hiring some folks. Walmart's hiring some folks. Um, but, you know, if you look at the, you know, the greater economic machine that exists in, in the world, most companies are not going to be hiring. So it's the best time for you to wait. Now, waiting doesn't mean just sitting still and waiting for the storm to pass. I think waiting is a perfect time to plan and prepare. So how do you prepare? The first thing I want you to do is research, right? This is the perfect time to research, research, and research all the companies that you may want to work at. Now, that starts with figuring out which companies will actually survive, this economic recession. There's a lot of businesses, like I mentioned in my last podcast, that will not survive. And I'm going to be doing another podcast uh, in a couple of days, which is going to talk about specifically businesses and industries that I think will take the biggest uh, hit and you should avoid them. But you should make your own list of companies that you think are not going to survive and cut them out. Other companies that are going to survive, you know, companies that have you know, uh, stood the test of time, have faced a bunch of recessions, have sound business models, they are going to begin hiring within a few quarters at the uh, at at the most, right? So hopefully by the end of this, by the end of this year, you will see hiring pick up again, and they will start you know putting up some jobs, and you know their engines, their revenue engines will be generating again, and that will give them cash flow to start hiring new employees and grow. So 
this is the perfect time for you to do that research, figure out what companies you're passionate about, what companies will survive, where would you love to work. And I would like reduce the amount of like, um, you know, lack of a better word, uh, personal choices that are in, involved. Like, oh, I would love to work in New York. Or I'd love to work in, you know, nice, beautiful L.A. I think like, you know, some jobs that will hit the market, you need to be there and ready to uh, interview for them. So don't be too picky. Just understand that we are going through some unprecedented times and researching and making that uh, a priority is important. The next part that you need to do is to make a target list. So once you've done the research, you've basically figured out the companies that, that matter to you, that you'd be excited about, and the companies that would exist and would potentially be hiring a lot, you need to create a target list. So I would recommend use Google Sheets or some sort of notepad or whatever it is and make a list of companies that you'd want to work at. I actually personally have a list of about 35 companies that I think are super awesome. They're doing some cool things. And I enjoy their product. I, you know, like their founding team. I like the investors that have invested in them, right? So there's a lot of different reasons why I like a certain company. I believe in their business model from what I know. Obviously, for a lot of these companies, I don't know, I don't know their financials. I don't know their hiring situation. But I know a little bit about the product, the people, you know, the passion behind it and the people who invested in them. So there is a target list that I have, you know, which I constantly review. Now, at the same time, given what's happened recently, Many of those companies, you know, about like 10 or 12 of them, I've actually removed from the list because it's going to be near impossible for them to survive this downturn. Uh, and that's just the nature of doing business. Unfortunately, it is sad, but it is reality. So the second part is create that target list. So you always have that target list with you and you're always keeping yourself up to date with that target list. Now that you've done the research, you have a target list, you need to now start preparing. Again, I haven't asked you to network yet. Right before we even go network and reach out to these you know businesses and people that work there, you need to prepare yourself. So first thing you need to do is prepare your resume. Then you need to start preparing your interviewing techniques and all of that stuff. Like everything that you need to be ready for, you know, the new uh, wave of hiring. You need to start doing it right now. This is the time to do it. You have all the time you know on, on your hands. You have no distractions or very few distractions. So use it to your advantage. First thing you can do is learn as much as you can about the companies that will potentially be hiring. So learn everything you can, go to their websites, figure out their products, figure out their teams, whatever it takes, right? Watch their YouTube videos, just learn as much as you can. So that's number one. Number two, improve your story. So answering questions like, why do you want to work in this industry? Where were you working before? Why are you passionate about, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, like focus on your things. And most importantly, focus on the question like, you know, why you like, why should we hire you right now? Because remember, when like the economy turns around and people are going to start hiring again, there's going to be a lot of competition for a few, few jobs. So, you know, very few jobs will hit the market, but thousands and millions of people will be applying for those jobs. So you really need to be on top of your A game when that moment comes. So right now, make sure you can answer questions like, why you? Why this company? Why this industry? What did you do in the last four months when the when the economy you know tanked? You know how did you handle uh, the health crisis? All of those things. What were you doing before the health crisis? Like why were you working in that company before this? Why now? Why didn't you apply to us before? All of those. So figure out all the questions from an employer's angle that they can ask you and start preparing for that. So that's the third thing. Next, because we're not able to meet uh, people in person, given this is a very unique uh, situation because it's a health crisis you need to start relying on things that are more digitally available to you. Now, a lot of people will say, okay, so that means let's go use LinkedIn and start applying to, you know, start reaching out to people there or start applying to jobs there. No, LinkedIn is one of the worst uh, networks that exists. 
I don't think anybody that I know checks LinkedIn, right? And and it has the most amount of noise, in my opinion, in terms of uh, strength of contact. So if I know someone on LinkedIn and you see that I know that person, the chance of the strength of that contact is probably the lowest. So I would highly avoid uh, LinkedIn, uh, but I would use LinkedIn as a as a form of a uh, a directory, right? Like, okay, let me just see if someone knows someone there. But even then, like I said, it's a weak contact. So I would avoid LinkedIn. What I would do is use cold email. Cold email is your best friend. And I teach a whole webinar on networking, which uh, goes through a detailed component of cold emailing. But at this moment, for example, people are you know, stuck behind their computer screens. They're working from home. They have their mobile phones with them all the time. They have their email with them all the time. They're not on the go. So the chance of people actually replying to cold email is, cold email is very, very high. But like I said, don't email right now. Give it three to four weeks. Let people and us as a society get through all of this uh, volatility, maybe even two months, and then reach out to folks and start applying to some of these companies. Now, when you cold email, I'll give you a little brief way of doing it. You know, once you find the name of the person you want to reach out to, let's say that person's name is John, and let's say the company is Apple, and I'm just making a, a simple example. Let's say Apple is a small company. So most likely that person can be reached out at john at apple.com, right? First name at company.com, sometimes first.last at company.com, or sometimes first letter of the first name, then the full last name at company.com. So there's a few, you know, um, formats of email, but there's not that many. There's only a few ways people write their email addresses, and you can try a few of them and you'll find that. So cold emailing is the best bet, and, and it, it actually helps. The reason I say it helps is, you know, when you think about cold emails or emails in general, my view is 100% of emails are actually read, right? Especially in these like high velocity industries like, you know, business, tech, accounting, consulting, banking, all of these industries, people are glued to their emails because emails are business critical. So there's a very, very high chance anybody who you send an email to actually reads it. But the chance of getting a reply from it is very low. So in my opinion, 100% of first emails are read but 99% of them are never replied to. Now, that's not a bad thing. That's just nature of, you know, what this is. And the reason is, you know, people who you're reaching out to in their life, you know, you're not a priority. In their life today, their priority is health. Their priority is their own business, their own survival. If you email them, 99% of chance, they're not going to reply. But the way you fix that and improve your chances is you wait a couple of days after that first email and then you send a second email, a shorter email, and again, being very brief about it, and I can guarantee you, you'll improve by chance, your chances by at least 50%. So, so I've always noticed that every time I've emailed someone the second time, there's a much, much, much higher chance of them giving, getting back to me. Now, you might be wondering, like, what should I write in these cold emails? Remember, these cold emails should not be longer than four sentences. Keep them very, very brief. First line, just introduce yourself, who you are, your name, you know, what, you, what you're doing recently, where you're from maybe. Then next two lines, talk about why you would love to get in touch and be very, you know, direct. Don't try to like, you know, run around the bush and hide the fact that you're looking for a new opportunity. Be very honest and be like, look, I'll give you an example. Hey, John, my name is Sherjohn. I got your contact information from XYZ. Wanted to reach out to you because I'm really passionate about what you guys are building at XYZ Company. And I think it's a really cool product and I see a lot of potential in it. I'm reaching out with regards to potential opportunities within your team or within your broader company and would love to get in touch with you. Finally, I have attached my resume as reference uh, and would love to hear back from you whenever convenient for you. Thank you, Sherjohn. So 
Again, a very short, sweet, four or five line email, nothing longer than that. And you make sure you attach your resume. So that comes back to the you know, first point I mentioned, make sure you're prepared and having a great looking resume right now is important. Uh, those of you listening, I'm teaching a massive resume webinar in April. So in a couple of weeks, I will put up the tickets. So take a look at shurjan.com and you can see uh, where I'm teaching that webinar. So learn that you'll make the best, the most perfect resume ever. Now, a lot of these folks that you'll reach out to, and even if you get connected to them, given the situation that we're facing as a society, a lot of people will be like, hey, look, you know, we're not hiring right now. We're probably going to hire in a couple of weeks or a couple of months or maybe a couple of quarters. So the best way for you to, if you do get connected with someone is don't push them. Don't be like, hey, I'd love to get an interview. Or I'd love to get hired or whatever. Just be like, hey, look, I'm really passionate about what you guys are doing. I know these are tough times and, you know, I totally understand where you guys are. I'd love to get back in touch with you and, you know, uh, reach out to you again in three months. So be, you know, proactive about it and be like, hey, I'll touch base again and reconnect with you in three months. Uh, but thank you so much for replying to my email or jumping on this phone call. And just make sure you're building that little bridge with these folks, right? And that's kind of, you know, that's networking. Networking is not about getting what you want today, right? It's all about building that whole relationship infrastructure that's going to hopefully pay off in a couple of quarters, maybe a couple of years, maybe even longer. So play the long-term game. Don't be greedy. Don't be short-term greedy. Be long-term greedy. All right, team. So that's the episode on networking during a pandemic. Uh, I know this is a rare topic, but uh, you know it will be helpful. Hopefully, it is helpful to some of you, if not all of you, especially those of you who are in college right now, or young professionals, or folks who are uh, you know who may lose their job in the next few months. And I really hope that doesn't happen. But if it does happen, look, networking is, is your best friend. It's your tool. Uh, it's your sidekick. Use it as much as you can, but be, tac you know, be tactful about it. Be smart about it. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, if you use it the wrong time, it can actually hurt you. So take some of these tips. Hopefully it helps you. Um, and hopefully it makes you a strong candidate when uh, the economy turns around and hiring picks up again. All the best. Good luck. Next up is a letter from one of my fans. All right, team, so today we got a letter from Toronto from uh, Harname, and uh, this is a, a beautiful note, so um, I'd love to read it, and thank you, Harname, for sending this. So Harname writes, uh, Sure, John, right off the bat, I just want to thank you for the amazing event and all the advice. Your help and your advice and insight reaffirmed my present recruitment tactics while sanding the rough edges or suggesting new tactics altogether. My story begins similar to yours an Indian immigrant who did and joined nerdy things. <laughs> I even almost went to engineering science for the math, stats, and finance major. In a compromise with my parents, I will be entering Western as of uh, recently for software engineering and then hopefully later IV. While pursuing student profiles, I noticed that for some reason, engineering plus HBA students weren't landing bulge bracket jobs with the same consistency of other faculties. So I resolved to change to a stats major. Coincidentally, that was the day I was introduced to a person named, and I'm not going to say the name, uh, who is actually, just to let you guys know, is actually one of my first students ever. I saw that your event was coming up on LinkedIn and found out about you and your Toronto session. After having seen you from a non-target, non-finance background and uh, working at places that you worked at, I resolved that this was an event worth attending. With your insight, I have no doubt that I can earn a summer internship 
and ultimately a bulge bracket job in an investment bank in my junior year. From all the engineers and non-targets, thank you so much. Haranami. Oh man, this is this is amazing. I love this note. Uh, you know, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. You again have not left me an email uh, or way to reach out to you, but you have left me with your last name. So knowing the skills that I know of cold emailing and LinkedIn, I will find you. I will hunt you down, and I will hope that you tell me that you've crushed it at some awesome bank uh, for this coming summer, even though the times are tough. But thank you so much, Hanami. I really appreciate it. I'll reach out to you, and then we will go from there. Thanks again.